the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Don't hold that. Welcome to Yak Radio, the radio show that's about, well, who knows? It's a different topic every week, but Yak Radio is always full of information to help you and your family get through life. Now here's your Yak Radio host, Dave Stahl. Don't hold that. All right, folks, welcome back to Yak Radio. FM 96.1-1170, The Answer. This show is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a business, liquor store, retail store, any, any place you have a cashier and with all this unemployment that nobody wants to come back to work, maybe this is time for you to think about self-checkout for your store. You never know. Give uh, Southwest Point of Sale a call at 800-540-2149. Tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. You can talk to the team of Jeff, Mark, Beth, Ted, Tony, and Ramon. They'll come out free of charge. Look at your facility, and if the program fits, they'll install it at, a, at, at you know at the rate that you guys agree upon. And then once it's installed, you get seven day, twenty four hour day service. You really can't beat it. Go to Southwest Point of Sale eight hundred five four zero two one four nine if you need a cashier. Also, this hour is brought to you by, or this segment is brought to you by San Diego Propane. Tell you what, I out in East County, it's the best thing I ever did. I'm saving money. I have family service. 619-460-1705, or just go to st-propane.com and tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. And last but not least, if you want to get your car fixed and you want to get fixed right, you need Napa Auto Care. They have a great warranty, 336. They've got ASC certified techs, master techs, uh, and, and they're AAA approved. I mean, you can't go wrong. Guaranteed clear across the United States. Go to westautomotivegroup.com for four locations in San Diego. Well, you know, I I was just in a McLaren GT, and I was just gaga over the car. So I had to give Roger uh, uh, Oshmeyer a call from McLaren. He's in the PR department. Take a listen. Hey, we got my good buddy on the line from McLaren. We got Roger uh, Ormsher. And, man, I tell you, he's uh, vice president of McLaren, I think, communications, right? That's right, Dave. Yes, yes. Great to speak with you again. Boy, I tell you what, every time you guys come out with a new car like that, I'm telling you, it's just an amazing. We're going to talk about the uh, the 2021 GT. Uh, and, and I was just talking to Roger off air how well this car drives. You know, because a lot of people, when you look at a vehicle of this caliber, you know, you don't think of, of it as a daily driver. You think of it as a cars and coffee car, maybe a track car. But this thing can be driven every single day with no issues whatsoever. How in the world do you do it? <laughs> Good question, Dave. And, and, yes, we have been known very much for our, our track-based supercars. Um, but this one was really a new car for a new McLaren audience altogether. And it really is 
Um, it's about you know competition levels of performance, but then continent crossing capability. So there's uh, a, a huge degree of luxury in this car and usability. I mean, it really is, as you said, a, a supercar you can use every single day. Uh, and it's got the comfort and the convenience of, of an everyday driver. But if you want to take it to the track and unleash it, it's uh, a different drive altogether. Yeah, so capable. I can't remember off the top of my head, but the fuel mileage I got on this car was just ridiculous. I mean, people said, no, 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 you didn't get that kind of mileage. I think it was in the 30s, if you want my honest opinion. I'll have to look at my photos to see when I put on uh, social media. But, again, it harkens back to if you if you keep your foot out of it and and drive it like, like you would just drive a normal car, it's more than capable. I mean, it gets really good fuel mileage. Again, you need to get around somebody on the freeway or on a twisty road all you have to do is ask it, and it'll give it to you. And I mean, it it is just a, an amazing car uh, all the way around. I will have to tell you a cute story. So I took my wife to breakfast in it up in the hills outside of Alpine, and we come out of this little restaurant, and here's this little eight-year-old boy. And I am telling <laughs> you, he was oogling all over this car. So I walk up, and I looked at his dad, and I says, okay, if I take him for a ride? He says, oh, yeah. So I took him for a ride in it, brought him back, and then he and we weren't even friends on social media, but I found he was on Instagram, he was everywhere, and I've never seen a kid's eyes so big around. But you know that's one of the reasons I do that when you guys loan me a car, is to get the to get the kids, you know, get the younger generation yeah. enthused about that car. They may not think that they can afford it today, but, you know, someday they might. It could, and then that car would probably be something he'll, he'll put on his wall and dream about every single day. And, and that's great, Dave, because that's exactly the kind of brand that we are. Um, it, it actually <laughs> kind of summed up the whole McLaren ethos there with that little story you just told, because uh, we talk about us being an exclusive brand, but we're an inclusive brand. And, and that's something we always do. If we have cars, the first thing we do is let people sit in them, enjoy them, get some pleasure out of them. Um, it's like being Santa every day sometimes when you've got McLaren, and that's a really cool thing to be able to do. Well, without a shadow of a doubt, and, and a lot of people, you may not know this, but this is, I think, I'd have to really rack my brain, but this is the first car company that has spent the, the beginning of their life expectancy building race cars, and then mm -hmm. they decided – Oh, by the way, let's build a car for the general public to drive on the on the daily streets. I don't know of another company that has done that. Do you? No, and and I think what's interesting is we've got what nearly fifty odd years of racing heritage since Bruce McLaren really went to the tracks uh, in the early sixties. So over fifty years of racing heritage. But you know, as a car brand, Dave, we're only ten years old. We're just about this next month celebrating our tenth anniversary in the U.S. market. So we we are a very young supercar company compared to some of our rivals. But uh, if you look at the uh, progress we've made in those ten years, we've uh, we've not done too badly for a youngster. Uh, no, you guys have done quite well. And you know, your racing's not over. Didn't you just get one, two? Uh, we did. 
Yeah, yeah it's Lamar. Was it Lamar? Uh, it's Monza. Monza. No, Monza. Oh. The Monza Grand Prix. Last yeah. weekend, yeah, we got a McLaren 1-2 with the Formula 1 yeah. cars. And uh, even in IndyCars here, we're only in our second season of IndyCar here, but uh, our driver, Pato O'Ward, is currently sitting second in the championship with one race to go. So, yeah, the McLaren Heritage and Racing is still very strong and very, very bright. Yeah, I plan. I got to interview him, I think, the last time we talked when I had the 720S. Yeah. I was so excited I ended up interviewing him, which I'm probably going to do again. And I, I have to tell you, I just finished reading a book, and you'll appreciate this. Jackie Stewart's Principles right. of Performance Driving, 1985. <laughs> I've got it. Uh, Dave, that's on my bookshelf. <laughs> Do you really? I'll tell yeah. you what. Uh-huh. I've got a young kid that's coming up through the, the Mazda program, and I'm going to give him this book to read because it makes so much sense. From a from a performance driver as well as yep. a a daily driver. I mean, and, I, and Jackie Stewart, he was always he was always my idol anyway. And I know he was tough uh-huh. as nails when it came to safety and, and other driver. Uh-huh. Kind of reminded me of Ken Miles a little bit, but yeah, I just yeah. had to first to my personality. Uh huh. Yeah. Hey, do you know uh, David uh, Woodhouse? No, doesn't ring a bell. Should I? He's the head designer at the Nissan Design Center here in San okay. Diego. Okay. He right. bought uh-huh. 10 Miles Dolphin. And oh, wow. uh, I had him bring it on KUSI TV just to show it off. And I'll tell you, uh, talk about great stories, man. He's got some awesome, because he's got, he collects a lot of the, you know, the race cars from days right. gone by from England. I know, yep. it's just crazy. And, and anyway, there's a link, actually. There, no, there's, a, there's a great link there, actually, funny enough. Ken Miles and Bruce McLaren were the people right. that did the development work on the GT40 together. So as part of his ability to build the race team, uh, Bruce freelanced with Ford and did a lot of the test miles on the original GT40. Exactly. I mean, and, and I could, and, and, I was, and, and that's another guy that's always been my idol was, uh, was McLaren because... Yep. He had such a uh, a great, you know, mind when it came to performance, suspension, and I mean, he just really had it together. So exactly. going back, going back to the to the GT, you know, yes. people ask me, well, how much is it? I go, well, if you have to ask, uh-huh. it, don't even bother. <laughs> but it's, it's two hundred ten thousand dollars, which is really a, a, a remarkable price for what you get. When you look what's in the competition, I mean, when you really come right down to it, I mean, it's really very, very well priced. Do you keep the production to a small batch of cars, or do you just build according to what the consumer is looking for? These are built sort of what the consumers are looking for, and it's really this one's the lead-in model to the McLaren range, really the GT. It's it's really the it's kind of aimed at the people that maybe have had, you know, a, a long line of Porsches um, or an Audi R8 or, or maybe a BMW i8 or something like that. And they're trying to uh, make a move from that up into, like, the, the, the traditional supercar um, uh, market where you've got the, you know, as you know, the, uh, the doors that swing up and, and 620 or 612 horsepower in this car, twin-turbo V8. Um, it's almost the next step in a journey that somebody might take and probably maybe the first, you know, uh, step into true supercar ownership. 
and it's not that much above that kind of um, you know regular price sports car that a lot of people are considering. Um, but they they won't trade up because they're worried about the day-to-day usability, and that's where the GT, as you said quite eloquently, slots in beautifully because you can use it every day. Um, and, and the funny thing about it is, is, apart from, as you're saying, the luxury, the comfort, the, the usability of the car, as, as you know, it had a frunk at the, the front of the car, and it actually has a, an opening glass um, trunk as well. Um, and, and between them, that's over 20 cubic feet of capacity for carrying luggage in, which is kind of the same as a, a Ford Focus. <laughs> so yeah. you can actually put a fair amount of luggage in it as well. Well, and the funny thing about it is somebody was saying when I was showing it off, they go, oh, yeah, well, I couldn't put luggage back there. It would get hot. I go, hey, I just came off from, uh, from driving it for about an hour. Put your hand back mm-hmm. here and tell me what you think. Because you've insulated that area back over the uh, engine bay to the point where exactly. you don't have to worry about it. And then the boot up front is, yep. like you said, it's cavernous. I mean, it's huge. I mean, you could put all kinds mm-hmm. of of equipment and what have you. So this car, you know, is not just a, a weekender that you go to Cars and Coffee. You can go on a nice. trip with it. And I think that's the importance of this car. Yeah, exactly. And I think the other thing that people always get concerned about with these supercars as well is that the low nose on them. And they always worry, well, I'm going to scratch it on the curb or it's going to be difficult to in my driveway. Uh, and the GT, as you know, um, has what we call nose lift on it, uh, which lifts the nose up when you're entering or, or leaving a biggish curb. This one actually has extra clearance in it, the GT, compared to our other cars. And, and when you lift the front, it actually has the same clearance as a, a C-Class Mercedes sedan on yeah, curves. I, so, I, and I, again, still, I was still angling into driveways, and then once I did it, I go, oh, I don't have to do that with this car. I really don't have to do <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, because so the last thing I want to yeah. do is scrape the nose. But, no, this mm-hmm. – I don't know. It, it's just – it, I, you know, I guess the next question, and I, and, I, and I hope you just say we don't talk about future product, and that's <laughs> going away from the V8 and trying to get into the hybrids. I know not, you uh-huh. do it in motorsports, and what you do in motorsports usually ends up in production vehicles. But I hope you stick with the GT layout, the, the V8, uh, the twin turbo. I mean, you're getting the mileage. I know the tailpipe is cleaner than anything has been in years, so I just hope mm-hmm. you stick with it. I really do. No, I think there's always a place for the internal combustion engine, certainly certainly in the foreseeable future. We will bring in a hybrid car, as you know, the Artura, um, later this yeah. year, uh, and that's our first series hybrid. But there's always going to be a place, I think, for the V8, certainly in the foreseeable future. And, and our customers love that because they love the – you know, the, the thrill of a V8, the sound of a V8, uh, and certainly a lot of them do track their cars, uh, and they want that engagement from the V8. But I think you'll find with the Artura, as we bring the hybrid in, it's also the seamless performance you get from a hybrid because we'll use the electrical power to give you low-down power. So where a turbo, as you know, spools up at about 3,000 RPM and you get that kick in the back from a turbo, a, a seamless integration with a hybrid powertrain gives you the acceleration from zero, but you still get the sound of the engine as well. So in some ways, it's the best of both worlds, and we'll, we'll be putting you in our tour as soon as we can, Dave, and you can give us a, a, a view on that as well. Oh, my God. Don't don't tease me. Don't tease me. Get, <laughs> I was going to call you guys up and say somebody stole the GT, so you don't bother to come get it. <laughs> well, you can sure. always talk to McLaren San Diego about a good lease, Dave. I'm sure they'll treat you royally. 
Well, it's funny you say that because Richard, uh, uh, who runs uh, the dealership over there, he ended up buying a GT. You know, uh-huh. I mean, he he could drive anything he wants, but he brought that. He bought the really bright orange, the oh, yeah. real bright orange colored the, yep. the GT. Oh my God! And he uh-huh. just he can't stop talking about that car as well. Well, I tell you what, my friend. I I, I normally these interviews only go ten minutes, but as always. When I talk to you, I can never keep it under at least twenty or thirty because you, you got. And I know I'm gushing, but I mean that. Yep. I thought the twenty. I thought that the seven twenty S was was phenomenal, but if I yep. think I had my choice between the two, I think this GT would would be it, and I think that's the goal you guys were after. It was absolutely yeah. I think that the, the seven twenty is more a hardcore enthusiast track car. Yeah. And yes, you can you can use it day to day, but generally that's for somebody that really wants to take their car to the track as well. The GT, uh, no, it's it's a car you can use every day and really enjoy and and come back with a smile on your face, Dave, as you know. I know, boy, I tell you what, makes me want to <laughs> makes me want to trade my Mini Cooper S JCW GP in, but I can't get rid of it. <laughs> Roger, it's always a joy talking to you. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I cannot wait for uh, what was the name of the new one. The, the Artura. The Artura's new hybrid coming later this year, Dave. Yep. All right. When can uh, people see it online? Is it, is it on the website they yet? They can see it online. They can, they can order it right now if they want to. Um, we're actually taking orders for Artura right now. Um, and it should be at the San Diego dealership late November, early All December. Right. All right, folks. Welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl. This segment brought to you by South Bay Auto House. They're at 310 Trousdale Drive down in Chula Vista with man. If you own a Mercedes-Benz, they can take care of you. 25 years of quality service. All the technicians are super trained. Uh, they'll work, They'll sell cars. They maintain cars. They've got parts. They. I mean, they're just your one-stop shop. They're actually a dealer alternative. Uh, and, and let me tell you, they just, Gary and Rick just, they, I guess the customer service is what I was attracted to. I mean, they've got a great in-house warranty. They've got great warranty on all their service uh and they've been around 25 years you can't do that for 25 years and, and be able to stay in business uh they have a great selection of pre-owned mercedes-benz uh and truly they're one of the highest quality they don't keep it if it doesn't meet their high standards so check them out on the line uh, www.autohousesouthbay.com that's auto autohousesouthbay.com and bumper doc santee Oh, by the way, their phone number is 619-422-6252. Bumper Doc Santee scratches dings and dents. Nobody can take better care of the external features of your car than Bumper Doc, right? And Santee. All right. Well, you know, I haven't done this in a while, and I, I kind of am going to try to... Re- Are you playing music already? But, you know, I haven't done this in a while, so I want to just... I need to start getting more reviews in on air versus just being on TV. And this is a great one to start with, the 2022 Genesis GV70. That's their uh, smaller SUV right under the GV80. I'm telling you, you know, I've never said I was a large vehicle person. Uh, This car fit me to a T. Turbo V6 putting out 375, uh, you know, foot-pounds of torque. You get the smaller engine with a 300. You can tow up to 3,500 pounds. Cameras galore on this thing. Uh, turn signals. I love with the fact that 
and, and Hyundai's really jumped on board with this. Uh, I'm driving the new uh, uh, Santa Cruz pickup truck, and it's got the same feature in it. You're coming up to a light or you're changing a lane, you want to flick your left turn signal. Well, the tachometer on the left turns into a HD camera. I'm telling you, you can see everything down your left side all the way as far out as you can imagine. Then right, same thing. And one of the things I love, because I go to Janet's restaurant uh, on Sundays almost all the time, and there's this one parking place where the driveway dips way lower than the curb. And there's nothing I hate worse than curbing a wheel. And all you guys and girls know exactly what I'm talking about. This has a camera that looks right down the side of the car to look to where your front tire and rear tire are so that you don't curb it. It's probably one of the best features. Uh, warranty, 10-year, 100,000 powertrain, 5-year, 60, bumper-to-bumper. I tell everybody, buy the service contract, You know, spend the money, and extend that vehicle out to 10-year, 100,000. And right now they're giving you three years of maintenance, uh, 336 if I'm not mistaken. But the biggest thing about this vehicle is how well it drives. And I got, tell you, 22 city, 28 highway, that's what they say. Uh, I got 28.1. So I was happy with that. At least I, I meet the number. Normally I beat the pants off of it. But in this particular one, uh, I didn't. It's got all the safety features, forward, a collision, lane departure, you know. It's got one thing that I'm going to have to call them up and talk to them about it, and it's called finger fingerprint reader. And it's to start your car, lock your car. So instead of having to punch in a code or use a key fob, I don't know, maybe the key fob's got to be on you, or maybe it's like your cell phone where you don't have to put your code in all the time on all the different pages. So I don't know. So I'm definitely going to look into that one a little bit more. Molded floor uh, uh, floor pads so you don't have to worry about going out and buying aftermarket to give you the protection you need to keep the really nice carpets. Great leather, amazing sound system, 21-inch uh, tire and wheel package, what makes for a real nice ride down the road on a vehicle that, you know, it, it, it's not, it weighs around 40, I don't know, 4,400 pounds. But it just really great cargo capacity, uh, twenty nine ninety two up to fifty six eighty six uh, cubic feet, and that's with the seat uh, with the seat area. Uh, again, you know your base your base price out on this is forty one thousand. Mine's tested with a whole lot, and I mean a whole lot of goodies. It was about fifty two six. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't even know Genesis is out there. And I get you, uh, they haven't put a lot of money into facilities and marketing. But with the warranty and the price, uh, you go look at that vehicle, or really a Genesis in any of the lineup, and then feel free to, to let me know if you think I'm off base on this vehicle. Uh, you know, to me, practicality is, has a lot to do with, you know, luxury and comfort. And this, and this car gives you all of the above. 2020 Genesis GV70. Uh, your best bet uh, is to uh, just go to www.genesis/sandiego.com uh, and it'll send you to a dealer close to you. A uh, couple models. Uh, you've also got the Sport, the 3.5, which is what I had, but you can get the 2.5 Turbo. Both are turbocharged. 
Uh, both will give you what you want. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got another great interview right here on FM 96.1. AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Yacht Radio with Dave Stahl here on FM 96.1, AM 1170. Um, I've got another vehicle I want to chat with you about, and this is another one that I, I, I got to tell you, I was super surprised when I got this. I mean, not surprised that I got the car. They knew it was coming. What I really enjoyed was the car. And you're going to say, what? What? You actually, really? And you're going to be surprised because it's a company that has, I guess you could say, has struggled just a little bit. Not a lot, just a little bit. Uh, they've come in and gone out, and it's Mitsubishi. Uh, they kind of went on a sabbatical there for a little bit, kind of got their all their ducks in a row. Never left. I mean, they were still around, so it's not like the, you never seen them. But And all the people that drive them love them. I mean, they, they really do. I mean, but they decided to come back with a vengeance. And let me tell you what they did. Uh, I was just in the 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. I was in it last year, last year or the year before that. It was okay. I, I, I liked it. It wasn't anything that I would run home to and scream about. But this one, I, I take back everything I said. I mean, Car and Driver gave it 8 out of 10. Edmonds gave it 7.9 out of 10. Uh, U.S. News and World Report gave it 8 out of 10. I mean, that's... You're, what's a 10-10? There's no 10-10 as far as I know. And you can get this for a base of $25,795. That's $25,795. That's right. Uh, I, I, I just wasn't in Like I said, there wasn't anything I didn't like about it. Uh, it's got 181 uh, horsepower, towing capacity at about two 2,000 pounds. Uh, and you can get it based out at $25,795. So that that's that that's a good deal. And the fuel mileage, twenty four city, thirty one highway. Did I mention it's a small, kind of like an SUV? I mean, this thing was amazing. Tons of room in the back. The one I had, I think it was a two row. I have to rack my brain here for a second. And but you know, like I said, the the, the beauty of it is it's they've just oh, here's my other paperwork. They just they've just done such a good job. And you get so much for your money. And I think that's what I like about it. And Mitsubishi is following after Hyundai and Kia. They're giving you an unbelievable five-year, 60,000-mile uh, bumper-to-bumper, a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain, and five-year unlimited roadside assistance. For the next five years, you never have to worry about a tow. Uh, you know, and I guess that's what you're, that's what you're looking for in a car company. I say this to all the other manufacturers, but, you know, sometimes they listen, sometimes they don't. Uh, but what, what 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 Mitsubishi's doing is they're giving you a, a vehicle, you know, just like I said, great bang for your buck. 2.5 liter dual overhead cab, four cylinders, the one I had with a continuous variable transmission. And I got to say, I'm not a CVT guy, but I didn't have any trouble with this at all. 
this thing has got things like you wouldn't even think about it. Turn signal recognition. In other words, when you're driving up on a turn signal, it'll it'll pop up on your dash. Who who, who thinks of that? Got all your parking sensors, front, rear, uh, advanced, dual stage front airbags, which you know everybody has those, so that's not you know anything new, shattering. But what you you get you get great comfort in this vehicle. You know you crawl in it, and that's kind of how I test a vehicle. You know when I first sit down in it, I either like it. Or, or I don't like it, and, and I like the Mitsubishi. Uh, it to me, it it fit everything I, you know, I was expecting until I got an Eclipse. Now I, I don't know. I think I'm a fan of the Eclipse, so I'm just having nothing but trouble. But this is a great time to jump into uh, a Mitsubishi because of 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 their direction, their mindset. And I mean, and they're, I mean, it's no holds barred. They're, they're coming after you with a great, great vehicle. So if you're interested, you might want to take a look at your dealer there. Another easy way, just, you know, Google Mitsubishi slash uh, San Diego. Your trim levels, you have many, plenty to choose from. SE, SEL, SEL Touring, SEL Launch Edition, or SE Launch Edition and SEL launch edition <coughs> excuse me uh my color was gorgeous as a white diamond but you can pick out whatever you want i mean the packages i mean the deflector side window deflector mud guards chrome valve pack i mean you you got so much stuff here to choose from you may have to have a cup of coffee when you sit down at the computer because you could build your own car which is really really kind of cool because you can build it any way you want and then like it or don't like it. <laughs> you know, take things off and say, I don't want to do that. Or I want to do this. Or I want to add that. Uh, but do buy the Mitsubishi Extended Service Contract. Not just the service contract. The Mitsubishi Extended Service Contract. And the reason I say that is that that's guaranteed clear across the U.S. And you never have to worry about it. Uh, you know, the other thing, too, has tons of st- uh, storage space for luggage and, and what have you. Uh, I was real happy with the way it, uh, you know, I could load up going to the big box store, hand-free access. You know, you just put your foot under it. And it's the only one I ever did it to, and it worked. I was totally shocked. I usually cannot get those to work. I mean, it's really weird. Um, they, it, you know, they do. Let's see, what else can I tell you about the car? I mean, it's just about the best thing I can tell you is go drive one. You know, oh, you can get it in the all-wheel drive, by the way, just just so you'll know. So if you you know if you live in a in a climate, you know that might that might be something you're interested in. They've got my pilot assist, which uh, really kind of give you know, kind of makes you and one with the car, uh, which is which is really really important. Uh, it's a kind of a unique feature that works with your adaptive cruise control, I guess I should say, and a lot of other features like lane keep assist, uh, embedded navigation. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, you could also automatically adjust your steering angle, reduce speeds along along sharp, you know, curves. Like I said, you could become one with this car with my pilot assist six. So you might want to check that out. Uh, you got a twelve point three inch uh, digital dry driver display, which is really good size. I mean, you shouldn't have any trouble seeing where you need to see within that. And then, of course, um, you've also 
uh, you've got this. Uh, where was I going to go with that? Oh, you got Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. I am not a fan. I'm just telling you right now. So, but everybody I know over the age or under the age of fifty loves it. The ones over fifty, they don't seem to be all that. But it's the way it's it's going. I get it. But if I'm not mistaken, this had a nav in it. And as long as I got a nav screen, that that usually is what tickles me to death. There's nothing worse than not having that. Uh, again, uh, you can actually, like I said, I don't know if I mentioned, but you can tow with it with a with a standard towing capacity of two thousand pound. Uh, so that's not too bad. You know, I mean, you, you know, you can't complain about that. Uh, again, great great fuel mileage, two point five liter, all wheel all wheel control. Eco drive mode, which means you can you know, you know be that hyper miler that you and I know you could be. <laughs> yes, I, I love hyper miler, I really do. It, it's absolutely the best. Um, I, I've got another couple of websites I look at just to see what their thought pattern is, and one of them said that the voice controls weren't very helpful and it had slow acceleration. I didn't see that. As, I didn't see that. You know, so I, but that's just me. I, I didn't see that at all. Uh, you will be up against some pretty heavy hitters, the Rogue, the Honda CRV, the Tiguan. So, you know, the warranty-wise on the Rogue and the Honda would, would take that one off the list. The Sorento and the t- Tiguan, eh, that's pretty close. If I, I think I mentioned Tiguan. So you're going to have to do your driving and see which one you like the best. Uh, you've got, then you have to also check, believe it or not, how many dealerships for a Mitsubishi. Because you're going to need to take it in someplace. So let's find out how many of those are. And that, that, that would make a, a decision in my choosing. Uh, it was totally re- designed for 2022, so you may not recognize it. Uh, and for all new for 22, it's got more uh, interior and cargo room. They improved the infotainment center, added, a, uh, but they did take away the V6. So. You've got your choice of two four-cylinders uh, with turbocharged. I might have mentioned the V6, but no, no V6. And so, again, something you may want to just go down and put it on your list of vehicles to, to you know, to check. Because if you, if you do that, you know, then you're not going to run into any problems, you know, picking the wrong vehicle. Uh, I wish I could pick it for you, but no. I can't pick. I, I just can't pick it for you because that's something you have to do. But I'm just saying, put it on your list. That's uh, all I can say. And the easiest way to do it is just go to the uh, just go to the website. And if you go to the website and take a take a peek, build it yourself. Uh, they're going to ask you to accept cookies. I don't know why, but do it so that way you can say you did it. So, hey, guys, did is that interview, are we good to go on that one? We just for some reason I wrote Mustang and it was really a Maverick. Same family. What more could you ask for? Uh, uh, oh, by the way, I don't know if I mentioned it, but if you're listening to this in California where gas prices finally crested $5 a gallon uh, down by the airport, which is, you know, normally high. I know you can find it cheaper other other places. This little Outlander runs 87 octane. So, just something for you to think about. And I might want to mention one other thing for all you folks that go and get Costco gas. I got a test for you. Put a tank of Costco in, drive it out, put a cat tank of uh, Chevron in, 
same level, same everything. I know the prices look drastically different, but see if you got one better, see if you got better fuel mileage running the Chevron than you did the Costco. And if so, we'll talk about more about that next week. All right. Right now, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break. You are listening to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl. Uh, this segment brought to you by San Diego Gear and Axle. If you have any undercarriage issues you need addressed, Steve over at San Diego Gear and Axle is where you need to be. 1488 Pioneer Way. Just go to sdgearaxle.com and directions, phone numbers, and the whole nine yards. Uh, they'll be more than happy to take care of you. Tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. I'd appreciate it. And John's Automotive Import Repair. He was on TV this morning. He was so cute. 7447 University Avenue in La Mesa. John is an Napa Auto Care ASC certified technician. Hires master techs, and he's looking for technicians as we speak. Uh, so if you'd like to get into the auto industry or maybe you're a, uh, you know, you're a service advisor, you know, he's open at this point in time. So you want to work for a man that could definitely take care of you and you'd be happy to work there. Give John a call. 619-461-3600. All right. We're going to go ahead and run an interview I did with a gentleman by the name of Rob Brachot. He's the Ford Color and Material uh, designer for the Ford Motor Company, and we're going to talk about what they're doing with the Ford Maverick. Take a listen. Hi, folks. Well, hey, I've got an interesting interview for you from uh, Rob Bracho. He's a Maverick <clears throat> color and material design, and you're working with a tennis shoe company? Is that what I understand? Yeah, yeah, in, in a rudimentary sort of way. Um, it wasn't wasn't anything that we expected. It was one of those you go out to lunch and you stop at a store to just to kill some time waiting on an order, and you and you see a, a little piece that kind of fits in the narrative that you're trying to to paint. So, um, in a nutshell, that's kind of really what happened. Just came across oh. a pair of shoes and was like, "Wow, that's pretty awesome." But isn't that where you guys get a lot of your, I mean, you know, the old adage, you know, it was all designed on a napkin. I mean, you know, it's it's so funny. And you're a designer, so you're looking 365 days, 24 hours a day. You're looking at things differently than, say, somebody that doesn't have that design mentality. Don't you kind of agree? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, ev- everywhere I go, and my wife would attest to it, My, I don't stop designing. You know, I can be out to dinner and, and a, a menu comes by and, and a color palette on a menu is like, oh, that looks pretty sharp. Or, you know, especially if I'm if I'm out shopping at Home Depot or Lowe's or one of the big box stores, you know, you're always yeah. looking at paint samples. You're always looking at the grips on tools. You know, what, what sort of textures are they using? What colors are they using? You know, it, it doesn't turn off. <laughs> so so I get it from my wife quite often that I'm, <laughs> you got to stop designing. Stay, stay home with us. <laughs> Well, it's so funny you say that because I took I had the Bronco, um, uh, the the big guy, the uh, I can't the Black Diamond, and I took it over to a buddy of mine that builds custom cars, and he's got this Bronco in there, a big Bronco, and he you would go bananas over it. I mean, he put the air index like you would on a GT40. He redesigned the grill to where it looks like a Mustang grill, and he gets in the Bronco that I brought over. 
first thing he went after was the dash. And he said, wow, look at this dash. He said, this is, I mean, he, w- he wouldn't stop talking about the dash. It took me forever to get him out of the car. So I get where you're coming from. So what did you see in these pair of Levi's shoes that, 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 that you're going to throw into the Maverick? Well, I mean, to start early on, really early on, even before the Larry and that came, we decided that we were going to do a Navy Pier environment, right? We wanted this blue inviting environment, but to balance that across all three series, right? We wanted one with a different persona versus the other versus the other. And when we were approaching Larry, just thinking from a color theme standpoint, we, we were really struggling with how do we position it to where it's diverse from the other two, but also has that sophistication, you know, last thing we wanted to do was make it look like it was trying to be a, a, a premium luxury vehicle. We wanted it to be fun and energetic. So obviously browns always come into play when you go to those spaces. And when I came across the shoes, it was a creative way to sneak some brown in to give you that sophistication without it looking luxury. You know, I, I pitched the idea of thought, well, what if we did a brown? And the whole connotation is it, it might be a little too trying to be into the Lincoln or a higher in an F-150. But once I found the shoes, they definitely had this sporty, youthful appearance to them. So it was one of those, just the combination of, of that shade of brown and the proportions of the brown to blue really set the idea home. So did you go out and buy a pair of these guys' tennis shoes as you've seen him wearing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes, I mean, in our group, anything goes. I mean, it, it could be a pair of headphones that somebody sees and, you know, it could be a tennis racket. I mean, it, it's just kind of one of those, you, you get that inspiration. But, I mean, it just so happened by chance. I mean, my guilty guilty pleasure, I'm a foodie. So I, I go out to lunch a couple times a week and the Chinese restaurants kind of always on my rotation. So, you know, place an order and right next door is, um, you know, a discount store. They got clothes, food, home stuff. So obviously you're going to spend your 15 minutes checking out all the different new items that they come in and, and lo and behold, there was just one pair of shoes. So luckily it was in my size. Oh, you even, now you don't see now you can go to work and wear them and, and you now you have an excuse to wear tennis shoes to work, but all you designers get to go to work casual. You guys never wear, you know, ties and suits. I mean, you guys have got, you guys march to the tune of a different drum. We have a design center. Here in San Diego, and I've had the, the the luxury to be able to go through it a few times. And I tell you, and I'm sure it's with your design center as well, the list of people wanting to go to work at that area is as long as you can imagine because everybody wants to do what you guys do. Yeah, it, it's a great profession, honestly. I mean, I, I have no complaints. Um it's, it's definitely nice that you can be a little bit more casual than, say, you know, a business um, finance officer or something of the sort. Yeah. But, I mean, there there are times that we have to dress up. If we have big reviews with executives and, and whatnot, you know, we do dress up to the part. But, I mean, creativity, you want to be comfortable. You want so there's no distractions, something to let your mind just kind of flow. And, and I mean, T-shirts and, and such are always there. But we we try to, at least in our, our group, look a little presentable because – you know, in color materials, we interface so much more than just within design. We're with marketing, we're with the program teams, with engineering, we're with the suppliers. So, I mean, we have this nice collection of, of meetings with the whole facet of, of product development. Um, now, if, if we were sitting at our desks all day just designing and sketching, it would definitely be a more of a, of a T-shirt and, and yeah. uh, tennis shoes type of day. 
Absolutely. And, and you know, the execs would, too, if they didn't have to inter, interact with the, the upper brass. But, hey, you can send this interview to everybody that gives you a hard time about your outfit. Say, hey, no, it's part of the job, you know. I mean, come on. <laughs> hey, Rob. Yeah, you gotta be it, got to be trendy. Yeah, one of these days I'd love to go through the – the Ford Center. I would love to take a look at it one of these days if I ever get back there. So I'll keep you on my keep you on my list, no. and uh, I'm going to let you go because I know you got some real important things you need to deal with today. So thank you for taking time out of your day, and I hope to see you down the road. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dave. You know, and and if you ever do get a chance to go through a design center, take him up on it. You know, if it's a charity event, I don't care what it is. There's nothing nothing neater than going into finding out where something's made. You know, from scratch. And car industry, I don't care what they're making. Anytime you get a chance to go and see how it's made, I would highly recommend that you uh, do that. All right, next hour coming up. Two down, three to go. This one's going to be fun. I interviewed Harry Davis. He's vice president of operations for good guys. Yes, they're coming back. Then you ask, who are good guys? Well, that's exactly what they are. They're just about now they're guys and girls, but there's just a group of guys that get together and they put this road show together and it's a car show and they come to a city near you and they set up and they get inundated by 200, 250 custom classic, you know, you name it. That's there. And I think it's 72 and older on Friday and Saturday. And then they have all American day. But anyway, I don't want to tell you all about it, but it's just, if you've never been to Good Guys, it's uh, something that you really need to put on your calendar. We're going to talk to uh, we'll talk to Harry when when we we, we go to break, and then uh, uh, Christian uh, Barclay, who will come come on in the second segment. She's going to talk about the Toyota Camry Hybrid and the availability of the Toyota Hybrid, and then we've got Brian Armstead. The interesting thing is, uh, Kristen calls in from Texas. Brian calls in from Maryland. So it's California, Texas, and Maryland. So I've kind of sliced the the states in in thirds just for for an impact of nothing else. And Brian's going to talk about the Ford Bronco. It seems like we've spoke about it before, but he must have some updated news that he wants to talk about. And then I have a really, really, really good interview. I might even have to cut Brian a little bit short today. Uh, his good buddy, uh, Kabatni Rollins, has put together a uh, a black media internship for uh, you know young up and coming kids. Uh, they put they put workshops together, and it was really funny too because Kabatni. It was one of those just kind of like it fell on in his lap. It wasn't something he's been thinking about doing. So, but And he's absolutely correct. There was a need uh, for this program to give another group of people uh, an opportunity to f- follow the footsteps of some of the greatest uh, automotive journalists out there. And But we all got to start somewhere. I personally didn't get into this industry until I was 50. Okay, there's people that have gotten into the industry at the age of 22. Uh, it, you know, it's just when is it when is it put in front of you for you to make a choice? And that's what uh, Kamatni has done with his team is they've put it together. I'm not going to. This program is sponsored. Yeah, 
So, (laughs) you with those fat fingers over there. All right. So, what I'm going to do at the top of the hour, we're going to go to break. Uh, That interview will air at the end of the day. End of the day. End of the hour at 2.45. So, make sure you stay close because Harry should be calling in here anytime now. Right here on FM 96.1. AM 1170, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 